0: You know, Facebook, LinkedIn, all the other things uh, live from, from hyperspace. So, uh, uh, hey, Lauren, how goes it? You're uh, labeled Fawn, uh, but that's because we're using Fawn's uh, Zoom to beam in there to, to hyperspace. How goes it?
1: It's going. We're uh, going to be doing a second session on my leg today. So I know that you guys, have, we've talked about my leg getting done Um yeah, we're going to stream
2: live some of that coming up in a few minutes. They're getting their
1: inks ready
3: in the background right now. Awesome! awesome. Can you wait to see that? Yeah, doing great. I'm I'm battling a little bit of a of a sinus headache this morning. We had some nasty weather kind of moving through. It's a dreary day here, but uh, I'll power through it. How how was how was you guys' weekend?
0: Mine was great. I've been working. I'm just working nonstop. The, uh but. Uh, your site is getting pretty damn close to to having yeah. and, uh, getting through the full cycle.
2: Yeah. I've got
0: another site that's uh, right behind it, and I've got uh, well, you know, all the software. Oh man, I, yeah, I haven't been. It's fun. My wake up, I wake up early. I've been going to bed a little early, but I wake up wicked early to uh, to work on my stuff. Anyways, I'm excited to uh, to beam in with Guy and uh, check out what's uh, going on there in hyperspace and Fawn, and catch up with you again. Ah. yeah
4: yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, Lauren, you guys are just about to get started do you normally start this early over there uh not just
1: quite this start? early but we're going to get started a earlier than normal today.
3: yeah yeah well good i can't i can't wait to see i, I did get a, a look in in person at the first pass of the tattoo when i saw you in uh where was oh in um uh arizona and it looked really nice excited yep. to see we also have kyle right.
1: here kyle do you want to say hi
3: Hey, what's up? Kyle's going to be
1: behind the camera today? Around. Um so this is Hyperspace, you guys. I'm kind of panning. Uh they're picking out their palette here, which is cool collab decisions, you know. Yeah. They're asking.
3: Yeah, nice. I uh was trying to get okay, now I know where you are. I was trying to get a feel for where you were in the space. I've only been yeah. here a couple of times, uh, it's been a little while. Uh but it's really a beautiful spot.
1: Well, it definitely changes, you know, because the last time I was here was in the the fall, before that was the heat of summer. Kyle, yeah.
4: <laughs>
1: So yeah, this is gonna be a great project. We'll be able to get in a little bit in a few minutes um, and really uh, get to talking. So anybody in the chat who has any questions, now would be a good time to ask and we can get towards those, I'd say in, you know, 15, 20 minutes
3: yeah yeah absolutely we uh, we just have people uh slowly coming in on the fireside uh, channel here actually we, we just lost a couple we weren't we weren't engaging enough.
0: Oh no <laughs> that's Uh-oh. how I
3: watch that's how I watch live streams too. I pop in for just long enough and people to go, oh someone's watching it and then I leave.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, it depends on the platforms, of course. I've been surprised a lot of our uh, channels we' are getting like 20 minute plus uh, retention. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, all the all the platforms are crazy, but uh, I'm sharing it out now to uh, to more of the Facebooks, uh, but ultimately, yeah.
2: Sorry. Uh,
0: okay. I guess we got to do something. I do have I, a. Uh, we have other guests lined up in the future, so we could chat about some of them to uh, tease people.
3: Yeah. Do we have two guests next week? We do. I believe.
0: We need to get uh, our uh, booking in sync. Uh, but yeah. uh, I believe we have uh, Andrew from New Zealand and. Katie, Katie from, from North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. So, the, yeah. Uh, let's see. Daniel says hi from Portugal. So, this is working on the uh, nice. the internet.
3: Nice, nice. Um, yeah, it's funny. You were talking about um, the uh, view time, you know, how long people watch it, you know any given video, and there's nothing more discouraging than going and looking at your videos and seeing the average view time. You know, of like. uh, You know, even if it's like a ten or twelve minute video, it's like wow, people like uh, disappear after three minutes, no matter what. That's crazy. It's like you didn't have eleven minutes. I guess I just wasn't exciting enough to watch for eleven minutes. Well, you know,
4: uh,
3: you know, again, it's not more exciting,
4: guys.
0: Well, look at that. Oh, cool. Here we go. Let's tune in here. Yeah, we're just getting our palette down. Getting
1: our palette down. How about
5: that? So yeah, we are uh, doing a final session on a piece has got all kinds of scenery and different light sources and uh, some sort of subtle sky colors and things like that. So we're going to end up using a lot of different things here, you know, dipping between a few colors wouldn't give us the range that we really need. So, um, and since Fawn and I have already talked a lot of color theory in the past, we're just kind of going down the rabbit hole here, which is mm-hmm. fun. But,
3: yeah, I think we're just about there. You do a, a much uh, do a much better job of keeping your, um, uh, is that the method tattoo system there, the, your your shelf? Uh, you keep it a lot better organized than me. I spent, God, I don't know, probably four or five hours organizing it the way that I wanted it, and it's never looked that way again. It's a disaster now. Well, you
5: know, it doesn't stay that way, even if you want it to um and just disclaimer this got reorganized the other day you know and so uh, then <laughs> then it goes through a period of, of and then you're like oh man my eggs and then yeah, you do it, it again so that's kind of how it works
3: yeah
2: you need an oak or two that's the one i was looking at for carmely yeah
3: i uh, uh like i did full I did find it pretty helpful, uh, especially if you order sets of inks and you really can't tell the subtle differences in a lot of the colors that they send you. And then you you set them out that way and you're like, oh, that actually is a little bit warmer than that one. Or that one is a little more of a true pink and that one's a little more of a magenta. But you you wouldn't notice it when you're looking at the labels or looking at the bottle straight on, but looking at the bottom of the the bottles is is pretty helpful i still found that i had you know seven reds that were used you know that were basically the same thing but uh that had subtle differences but it's cool to look at it that way
4: uh
3: i know that jesse was struggling for a while just to get that uh Get those uh storage systems uh, uh delivered or manufactured. He was really, really having a hard time. Uh we, supply we chain. To, yeah, he had some real supply chain dis- disruptions for for some time. He uh we talked about trying to do some type of uh sponsorship, you know, through through fireside. And then the f- deeper we got into it, he started to back off and was like, you know, I don't think if if you were able to sell them, you know, or use a discount code or whatever to sell them, he said, I don't think I could deliver them. So uh, but I think he's got that pretty well worked out now.
0: I believe so. Yeah, it seems like a lot of things have kind of opened up. Sometimes mm-hmm. yeah, that's yeah,
3: all there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking of uh Jesse, we have a, a series coming from the Richmond tattoo show uh, that starts should start tomorrow. I'm testing out a new video editing service and they were supposed to have a 48-hour turnaround and here we are about uh 90 hours in and I ah. haven't seen I haven't seen a video yet.
4: No, so we'll man, see. I, I
0: it, you know, every time I try to use, you know, Fiverr or any of those, uh, often by the time I get them back, I have to fucking just redo it. You know, and I know that some of it is just my standard operating procedure. Like I, again, I want to get it down to a four-page document that people can turn around. But on the other hand, yeah, we'll see. Who knows? You know, ninety. You know, a hundred-hour turnaround is not that bad, for, depending on the price. But yeah, loose screw. Uh, you know, Jesse's definitely has a very, uh, you know, great eye, and I love uh, love the
3: studio there. Yeah, yeah, there's yes. Jesse. Super, uh, super cool place they have
0: there. Um,
3: yeah, this, he was this... he
0: was doing. So, just real quick about Jesse, yeah. I remember like fucking 15 years ago, maybe just a longer. He was doing like body suits back then. It was yeah. uh, it was crazy. Like right from the get go, he had a couple of real dedicated clients and a and an eye for for large scale work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he
3: definitely did. We had um, uh, our first ever podcast with him was at uh, Evergreen, Joshua Carlton's wow. show. And uh, and we talked about some of his lessons learned uh, with some of these really large scale pieces and using a lot of really soft pastel color and, and, and big open fields and things like that. And uh, uh, it was really a, an awesome episode. I learned a lot. Uh, it seemed like everyone really got a lot out of it. It was one of our more popular shows for that period of time. Uh, yeah these are all really nice
0: you know and he uh, you know the evolution of loose screw you know when when people exit you know he doesn't he, he uses it as, as an opportunity to to grow in a in health uh you know which is great cuz uh he's, you know the crew's always evolving and um yeah it's awesome
3: yeah i know he had made some uh some kind of shifts in the in in his model that he used, I think. And I don't know if you were involved in that or not, but his moving more towards uh, kind of an employee model uh, rather than just a subcontractor model. And, and that was met with some uh, some resistance and then other people loved it. But um, I haven't talked to him about that in a while.
0: It ends up attracting the right people or, you know, attracting the people that are are in alignment. I mean, as a as corporate speak, right? Like people that are, again, you don't want everybody to be thinking exactly alike, but everybody should be, you know, in alignment, pushing in the same direction. Right. So you could be doing it in different flavors and, and in different ways, but um, you know, not everyone, you know, wants to be an employee that has, you know, I think he fucking has like paid vacation and health insurance. Don't quote me on that, mm-hmm.
3: but I think so. You yeah, know,
0: that's, that's the direction he goes in and, and I helped him a little bit with stuff, but no, he's always been on his path. You know, he's, he's uh you know, fired me and hired me huh, over the course uh, of this, two decades. I've known him, you know,
2: right. I'm
0: pretty excited. I'm, he's uh, I'm going to, have get him set up on the new tattoo now pretty soon. Oh nice. uh, Just 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 as a solo artist. But um okay, not for the entire shop. Well, not yet, but we'll see. I gotta uh I gotta I gotta deliver.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: But yeah. Nick Mitchell's obviously we saw we caught up with him at yeah, okay. Well let's uh
3: Yeah. Uh yeah, awesome work. Um uh so what is uh can 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 uh you guys hear us right now, Guy and Fawn? Yeah.
0: No, maybe
4: not. Uh,
0: so I do have uh, the who the fuck did the awesome artwork folder. Oh, nice. Today. Okay. So we could potentially run that as a segment. Um okay. I did Let's also uh, con- confirm with uh, with Derb about a, tri- a trivia night. Okay. We're going to do a trivia night in uh, two Sundays, Sunday the eighteenth. Anybody into trivia night? I Think we're going to do like trivia. It might double as the holiday party, the solstice overall holiday
3: party. Uh, what type of just a general trivia night or something tattoo specific? That'd be tattoo trivia specific. night,
0: yeah, Derb. I don't know. So uh, we did a seminar with Derb uh, not too long ago, a couple Sundays ago, and uh, after the health seminar, he uh, he did trivia. He did trivia based off of his seminar. But mm-hmm. I believe that this uh, on the eighteenth, it'll probably be more like tattoo trivia, and um, but yeah, I guess we're just we're just getting it together. We got the date, so we'll uh, we'll put together nice. some uh, some fun. It'll be a Sunday night, uh, eight o'clock. Awesome. okay so shall we run the uh, who, who did it who's done let's,
3: it yeah yeah let's do it we have uh, a okay. we have a handful of people on the fireside uh, stream here that maybe can jump right, in so uh, i right. won't i won't answer if i know although i haven't known any of these people so far so uh, i'm i'm as good at this as i am uh, a uh,
0: okay video thumbnails have been minimized hmm. this upper okay so here we go so this is a painting clearly so this is a mix hmm. of paintings and tattoos okay um maybe we could do a little run uh, uh yeah maybe we just run through a few and then and then maybe a hint
3: after a couple i don't know yet is this a self-portrait i
0: uh, i don't, I don't know. know
4: let's see some tattoos mm. okay that's nice yeah uh yeah it's not familiar to me yet or, it's cool Very cool like, though huh? yeah yeah
0: weird <laughs> yeah actually let yeah, me blow really blow bizarre. this up a little bit yeah uh,
4: this is yeah. a tough
0: one this one you would have to be really on, on your game although by the time we get to the end and you see some more of the paintings then then you don't, won't have to be on your game look at that
4: oh uh, yeah hmm
3: I don't know I like the I like the color palette it's transitioning from the paintings to the tattoos really muted with just these kind of uh soft glowing
0: tones nice
3: huh i don't i don't know does anyone we don't have any answers here yet
0: even if you did know i oh, got no answers it's okay yeah. oh look at that huh
3: it's as much as much of
0: a chance for uh us to just show off some sick ass
3: uh yeah i like those hands
0: uh-huh. yeah. yeah huh is not that crazy though like yeah. all of this is like so uh I mean, I never want to say subtle because it's one of the things that draws your eye to it, right? But
3: yeah, like, like those. I, I love uh, big, like meaty, muscular hands when they're drawn well. I always, uh-huh. I spent most of my, uh, uh, most of my formative art years hiding hands, you know,
4: <laughs> so I didn't have to draw them. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Oh. Hmm. So where do you know where this this artist is from? I oh well I, I do. <laughs>
0: the other side of the world from us.
4: Oh, uh, okay. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, their, their work has been featured on Trunk Critique before, one of the other pieces that's coming up.
4: Oh, okay. They, uh we I you know we, we've probably uh,
0: shown his work on here before too.
4: Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh. Let's see here. Let's get some more fun stuff. Not that this is fun, but that's pretty creepy. Oh, yeah. That's a large-scale tattoo work. Lauren, can you see this work at all? I don't think we uh, have audio connection with them. And we can't figure it out over here.
0: Okay. Okay, Mm -hmm. the piece, the piece that uh, pieces are coming up that uh, might be recognizable or more recognizable.
4: Uh,
1: Kyle, um, Guy, and I do not know. uh,
3: Nice. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. I don't think it's not looking familiar to me. Hope, hopefully, these more, the ones that Gabe thinks are more recognizable. Well,
0: well, we've got one that this one here, Mm -hmm. I believe we've uh, had on the show.
3: Oh, I've seen this
0: one. Yeah. Well yeah.
3: there's a little signature at the bottom, but I can't make it out. oh, it's because I'm looking at a reversed uh a mirror, really? image. yeah, uh the way that my monitor is set up it uh it's it's a mirrored or flipped image
4: yeah.
0: I remember uh, uh this this artist sent this in for uh drunk critique. Uh, you know, probably like hour four or five in to drunk yeah. critique. It was like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh,
3: five hours of drunk critique. Oh, wow. Damn. Man, that is a cover-up. Good lord. Cover-up cities. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> oh. Ooh. Yeah, let's start. So, yeah. okay. I do know that one, but I don't know who it is.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay, we'll throw, show off one more, a couple more, All and right. then uh, he'll be on the show next week. Ha!
3: Oh, uh, okay. This is uh, the oh, it's a Jeremy Geddes painting. Oh yeah. tattoo of um, Jeremy Geddes. Let
0: me fire up uh, his website here.
3: All right, I have uh, a. I can stare at Jeremy's work forever. I've never met him. I've really never even like, I don't even, I don't know that I would know his face if I saw it, but I know his paintings really well.
0: Yeah, there's a couple of uh let's see. Oh geez. Oh yeah. Um a couple of tattooers who have done some real good uh, uh Alexander Morris guest Andrew.
3: Andrew who, Alexander?
0: are we on the right oh yeah 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 oh no do we get someone do we get a winner
3: we have andrew but, but do we need
0: a full name yeah 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 but we'll give him enough uh, we'll give him some time we'll give him uh, if he's got it it's, it's 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 close enough to to give a, a minute to to get a, a full on
4: little last name i'm almost i'm almost there so what um uh fawn and guy, what's the kind of plan of attack here? do you guys like to work simultaneously
3: or do you switch out uh work individually yep yeah we're, we're,
5: uh,
2: I'm just kinda when when I get work on collaboratively, it's nice to kind of settle with one artist and then have the other artists jump in
5: at least a minute or two yeah they kind of get into the oh yeah i'm getting tapped too right and then I maybe mean, deal with the about winning after that so if you know, both artists start at the same time cold turkey like that i don't see why that's necessary
3: yeah yeah that's a good point but uh, uh
5: also you know there's just an actual flow to it and uh, i think fawn's still getting a little situated She's the traveling artist, and so now it's when she's sitting down in the audience. Oh yeah, this. And um, of course, I work here every day, so everything's right where I would normally have it.
0: Right. Yeah. But, uh, is there some camera action that's going, Wonky here? Uh,
1: yeah. Unmute that one.
3: Uh, oh, Ale- Alexander uh, answered. Uh, he's in Australia. I don't know the last name. Uh but I, I close, guess that's
0: close enough. Yes. Close enough. So, <laughs> yeah. so what is the last name? The, uh, uh, Swarbrick, Andrew Sorbrick. Sorbrick. Okay. And, uh, he might get mad that, uh, or they, I don't know how sensitive they are between New Zealand and Australia, but, um, uh, okay. from, from all the way over here in new England, we're giving it to you.
4: <laughs>
3: yeah. All right. Was there a prize? we didn't announce if there was a prize for, uh, for winning today?
0: No, but if he emails us, we can, uh, get him a,
4: yeah, get them either
0: something. A, something from Fireside or from Reinventing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, one well,
4: thing uh, yeah. I want to say about like Australia and New Zealand,
5: yep. is there's the incredible art coming out of folks. It's uh, it's really amazing. Uh, I uh, visited Australia in the late '90s and. They were really struggling. There were just a few artists of note at the time, and that was, uh, you know, their conventions were still really kind of very limited, the sense of community wasn't very strong yet, but they were struggling, really, to get it off the ground. And then decades later, it's, you know, between Australia and New Zealand, it's really like a hub of amazing tattooing
3: yeah it really is i i i didn't visit it beforehand i but i did notice that it seemed like overnight there were just tons of great uh great tattooers out of out of both of those places and a lot of the really great kind of uh neo traditional uh, work uh started coming out of there i thought i don't know if it started coming out of there but a lot of it comes out of there um that uh lauren who was the australian that was in phoenix that's so good we talked about him he's a uh, large scale curzon is he australian matt cruzon yeah is he australian yeah i believe so yeah just really really super clean beautiful work uh uh yeah, let me
0: fire i can fire up some of his. yeah uh... he
3: uses the uses skin you know really well big you know big solid fields of uh of color that they fit the body really well. Everything about it's really, really nice. It was cool to see it in person because it's so hard to tell, especially photos like these where they've got the backgrounds and stuff. It's like uh when I, mean, I I get the uh
0: I mean it's definitely better. <laughs> I like yeah. how he shows you the <laughs> It's like yeah. yes, yes I cut it out, and put it in a fancy background because uh otherwise you're just looking at my closet door needs a little yeah. finishing. <laughs> oh,
4: shit
3: uh yeah see, it? all super clean, a lot of uh a lot of muted tones Still strong contrast
4: cool mm-hmm.
3: I saw one that was healed of his he was working on a client that obviously was a regular client of his, and uh I saw a huge healed tiger down a rib cage that was i I don't know how
4: old but just looked like butter. it was just absolutely flawless. Really nice. Uh, there's another one that's from that area that I like a
3: lot. Um, does I want to say his name is Jake as well? Uh, I don't. Know Jake, Jake from Australia. I know Jake that uh,
0: guy has been uh, chatting with the Ho- uh, glorious Hoku. Who, oh yeah, uh, yeah. He's recently on. Yeah. he's he's been on, and he also recently is, I believe, exiting tattooing. Yeah, announcement. Oh, huh. uh, pretty self-explanatory as of mid-January. Cease tattooing, working full-time in the games industry. Bam. Oh, wow. Oh, huh. yeah. Which is, uh, sad sort of, to lose, lose them, but. Yeah. But what yeah, an incredibly, this, huh? uh,
3: yeah, it's really nice. Wow. Uh, that, uh, gaming industry just so, 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 so competitive. There's so many incredible artists working in, uh, in gaming. Every time I, uh, uh, I follow that uh, Andy Chambers introduced me to Peter Moorbacher. And so I started following him and through him started finding, you know, other, you know, other kind of, I don't know if you call them fantasy. I don't know, they, they do a lot of the, uh, uh, his crew does a lot of the Magic the Gathering paintings, drawings, uh, cards and things. And they're just. Yeah, what's it?
0: Moorbacher? Mo. Morba- Mohr. Yeah, I got it.
3: Yeah. yeah oh, that. man. He's just, uh I mean, it's just jaw droppingly good. And, and so, and not just him, like everyone that I find that comes from, you know, yeah. (laughs) Everyone that I find that comes, you know, from that world is just amazing. I keep waiting uh, for him to teach a class on that smarter art school, because I Mm -hmm. think some of the same crew does. Uh, Is it uh, not Steve Fisher? What's the, uh, Dan Dos Santos uh, is on there. Or, yeah, Dan Dos Santos is on it, uh, teaches on there. Um, is the there guy is who Rebecca the, Guay,
0: maybe?
3: Yeah, uh, Greg Manchester, who's a little different stylistically, oh. does the polar bears and stuff. that are so good. Oh. Uh, and then who's the Dungeons and Dragons guy that has the long gray beard, but he's not very old? He's uh, st- uh, F- Fisher? F- mm-hmm.
4: Man, I'm so bad with names. Surely someone.
3: Surely someone watching knows who I'm talking about. Don't leave me hanging. Somebody tell me. His name's.
0: Uh... Oh, muddy Colors. So, this is Muddy Colors is Dan Dos Santos' oh, okay. painting yeah. blog. So, yeah, yeah, like, I've seen that. Yeah. That's all, great and manifest. the spectrum here, this is like any apprentice, in my mind, would be like, you know, you should just kind of devour all of them. I don't know. You know, the, the Spectrum magazine, these are like the best of arts for the year for like fantasy illustration or some such. But mm-hmm. um, whenever anybody's like, you can't get, you know, emotion out of digital art. I'm just like, I don't know what the fucking tell you. But looking at three of those pages, you can definitely get emotion out of digital art. I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. it's different. I'm not saying it's the same or anything. I'm just saying that that's, you know, you could do a lot. And, uh,
3: I mean, oh, I, I, they, I,
0: they're I, tackling AI.
3: Yeah, I was watching a, a pretty interesting little interview that Proko did, uh, or one of his draftsman podcasts, where they were talking about um, uh, about uh, AI generated art. They had a pretty <laughs> philosophical conversation going for a while. That was that was good. They didn't just dismiss it, or they didn't fully adopt, you know, like uh, you know, fully adopt it either. And, uh, uh, I've got to look up. Sorry, I'm going to look up who this other person is before it drives me crazy uh smarter art school can you well i can do it i can do it i'm in a smart art school
4: smart i got it i got it up
5: here okay
3: uh the guy he's teaching a a joint class with greg manchester he does the dragons and stuff it's really good uh he was he's paints on copper a decent amount and i've actually been painting a little bit i've been doing a couple of uh landscapes on copper that um I'm still kind of struggling with. I, I I I like it a lot, but I think it's affected my process a lot. I'm trying to leave. I'm trying to really use the copper as best I can to come through, and I end up not painting the way that I normally would. Yeah, go to
4: right, and then Scott Fisher is that right? Yeah, probably. Sounds like, right. Yeah, that might that might be it. Uh, All of these, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I think they're really um,
3: they must really be doing a great job. I haven't taken any of their courses 10%. yet, uh, but uh, my buddy Adam Shaw took uh, has taken a couple and he really is getting a lot Scott of Fisher, them. Yes. Scott Fisher. OK, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Scott Fisher and Greg Manchester are teaching uh, teaching one together that adam shaw took uh, he just audited it it's it's kind of cool how they uh uh how they do it i mean if if you want your work graded or whatever i think it's you know maybe three grand or something like that to take the course from the two of them but you can just audit and sit in for not very much money three or four hundred dollars for the entire semester really cheap uh so it's uh it's nice that they make it available to you know i think they limit the the full course to like 12 people but then you as many as you know as many as people who want to audit it can uh which is which is cool nice
0: um as the uh, if the camera's over near guys i mean that we're getting a, a better mic action or
4: don't know <laughs> that's the uh that's one of the only downsides to living in the woods
0: Right, oh, looks pretty cool though, here. I'll, I'll beam in real quick, or uh, highlight it real quick, see if we could see uh,
4: CN. Ah, cool. Uh, Fawn, what machine are you using? It looked really squatty.
3: wrap
0: it up. Oh. I think we have audio now. Do we? Oh, maybe not.
3: Yeah, I don't hear any audio. I mean, I hear audio, but I don't I don't hear any responses to anything that we've said. So, so. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's amazing that we uh, are able to, to beam in there at all uh, for years. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd be like, hey, wait, guy, we seem to be having like a phone call for, you know, more than 15 minutes. Like we could probably do some computer stuff. And then yeah. like every year or two, I'd convince them yeah. to, to give it a shot and then it would work for like 15 minutes and be amazing. And then it would stop working and it would be like, oh, because a cloud cover would like change or something. Right. And, uh, you know, and then I'd be, you know, a year would go by and I'd be like, I think that we could do this again. He'd be like, no, it fucking blows here. It sucks. I've tried a million ways. I, I you know, because he lives it every day. I don't, I, you know. And uh, about another year later, you know, I convinced him to try and it would work for about 20 minutes. It would be amazing. And then it would shit the bed because, you know, rain came in or something. Uh, But, you know, I think it was like two years ago. Just 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 because I don't know. He remembers more than I do. All of a sudden it was like a a solid internet connection, uh, at least cellularly. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Uh, We we run into the same thing. My assistant uh, Allie, she lives just out of town, not far really a 20 minute drive probably from, from my house. And here I am with fiber optic, you know, getting 400 uh, megabits down. And, and she's, uh, she can't upload a YouTube video from her house. You know, it's crazy. Uh, she ends up having to come to the studio or, uh, you know, to do any kind of work for me, uh, cause it just doesn't, you know, it work, it's okay for a week and then it craps the bed again. So, uh, yeah. So we're getting, yeah, we're getting a couple of comments here. Uh, uh, we've got uh, what does this say? No, no name is the name. It says audio is good, but only for Gabe and Jake. <laughs> so yeah, that's all right. Well, At least we're getting to watch something, uh, watch some live tattooing. Best that we can see it. Uh, I would like to get a little better idea of the of their kind of process and uh, uh, and how they're thinking how they're thinking about it. But there's probably not much hope of that. We'll just have to watch and guess, make up our own process.
4: Oh, uh, no.
0: Let's not go there.
4: <laughs> you don't want to go the,
0: the, 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 the MSTK 3000 of uh, tattoo videos? What is that? What what was the. Uh, the oh, the yeah, MSTK yeah. Mystery, yeah.
3: yeah, Mystery Science. Yep. Huh. Yeah, probably shouldn't. Uh, so, so. Tell um, uh, you want to update us a little bit on on some of the uh, some of the tattooed out projects that you're working on. Or are you not? Yeah, allowed to
0: yeah. Talk about no, you? no. I'm pretty psyched. I've got a couple of them. Uh, I've got a full, almost a full event schedule coming up next year, and you know, it's it's a lot of fun. You know, obviously for a while there, I was doing my own thing. Uh, you know, now I get to help other people do their thing. Uh, so the f- next event is in New Mexico. It's a uh, Queercation Tattoo Conference. So it's a mm. LGBTQ POC uh, queer safe uh, and ally tattoo event. So okay. it's uh, three days to the 20th to the 22nd in Santa Fe at this awesome resort. And they've got a full awesome mm. lineup of teachers. Okay. So it's. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Haley Adams. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she's, and she's uh, uh, yeah. uh and she's done the the live in the castro podcast mm-hmm, so she's mm-hmm. there's a lot of uh, a lot of these folks have been interviewed leslie she's an awesome uh, painter musician you know uh from i don't want to say back in the day i don't know if there's an easy way to <laughs> to say people have been around for awesome lengths of time but anyway so this is uh you know one of the next events and tickets are moving so that's pretty awesome
3: yeah, and nice. Then, uh, I don't know any of the else? other people yet. Um, is Haley still
0: doing her podcast or no? Uh, yes. Yes. Oh, 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 hold on. My computer is doing bad things, huh. potentially. Okay, I'm back. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, she... Yes, but I don't know when the next one is. Um, and then we have our uh, inspiring tours. It sounds like they are getting the, the audio set up, but let me while we're talking about events um yeah i've been doing these small little micro events so Mm -hmm. uh and then we're doing one obviously uh april 14th to the 16th inspiring business yeah uh, with jake and gabe so we'll be doing our two days dedicated to the to the seven people uh uh, nicky's
3: i was gonna say i'm excited to to see the the venue the bed and breakfast i haven't been there
0: yet it looks awesome though it is fantastic. You know, it's like Jiminy Peak, only way smaller. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's, uh, uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's so awesome. Uh, and then right afterwards, Nikki Simpson and Teach Poole will be doing uh, some tattooing. So it's mm-hmm. uh, another three uh, three days of tattooing and half day of, uh, what do you call them? Uh, portfolio critiques. Right. Uh, and then the, the, the week before us, is uh, Nick Baxter and Sean Barber, so they're doing right. four days. It's twenty five hundred. They're doing a, a a full day each. One of let's see if I can get this on off my head. Uh, portrait, uh, plein air, uh, still life, and then tattooing. Uh, and there's one or two spots left. I think there's one is one or two uh, for that. And then so yeah, those are the inspiring tours. And uh, yeah, so those are the two sets of events that I have coming up. And then we're doing black and gray week again. Down in uh, Unify, Florida, Unify, Texas, yeah. Florida.
3: Yeah, Bart's place. That'll be cool. Who? Yeah. Oh you...
0: shit! Look at this. We got We're up close yeah. here. Okay. Yeah,
3: yeah. Do you have commits for Black and Gray Week? Who do you know? Who's? Yeah,
0: who's... we do. Or at least we have. Uh, like Bob is confirmed. Presuming he's not uh, going to be in a, a, a rock and roll show. Uh, and then we have Pepper, and uh, yeah, a couple other people are all lined up. I'll, I'll be uh, announcing that lineup pretty soon. Nice. Um, uh, we have a question from Chris saying asking if straight people are allowed to go, I guess to the absolutely to the, uh, Of course yeah yeah I it's, I imagine, uh, so. a queer plus and allies. all allies are welcome, of course. yeah, no assholes, though <laughs> right. that's
3: probably the that's probably the goal at most shows if you can get away with that or if you can uh, pull it off.
0: Uh, let's see no name is the name ass uh,
3: our...
0: you know th- that was one of the things that hit me about the press release they were like, you know how it's you know you're not sure if a tattoo show or conventions uh, you know safe or not. Yeah, and I was like, "No, oh wait, that's it." <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. it's easy for us to go to any convention that we want to, wherever, and not have to worry about it at all. Yeah. You know, not everyone, not everyone, for better or worse, has that uh, luxury at the moment. So right. this is a spot where everybody could go, and, and absolutely, if you're in LA, feel feel free to go, and please support. Yeah, yeah,
3: we have uh, another question here on uh, asking. Uh, I don't know who they're asking, but uh, asking if. Uh, uh, single needle cartridges are much different from a three round liner or is three round liner enough for fine lines i i've never used single needles for for really anything i don't know if i have the i don't know if i have the fine enough eyesight to tell the difference between three a three needle liner and a single needle liner uh three small enough for me
5: yeah i, I can comment on that okay. um, you're not going to see a lot of difference i mean i'm using a, a type five right now for this stuff um, I think that once you're getting down to the size where it requires a single, you're probably getting so fine that you're risking something that isn't going to hold up very well with time. The other thing I've noticed is that if you pull a line with a single needle and in the same tattoo, pull some lines with the three, and I did a bit of that early in my career, the single needle stuff tended to have more blowouts and dropouts in it because it mm-hmm. the- a Needle, and of course, you're going to have uh, all kinds of little blowouts and dropouts throughout the you know the length of that any line that you do. But when there's three needles running parallel, those blowouts and dropouts kind of average each other out, and it looks like a smoother line. So, not just in terms of getting a you know a, a line that's fine enough, but you also want a line that's consistent. and I think you need just to get that better consistency out of the three than out of a single.
3: Yeah, yeah, I think that's a, yeah, good point. Uh, So you guys are, uh, Fawn, I don't know if you heard earlier, but I, I was asking what machine you're using. It looks so short.
2: This is one of the new masks, it's an itty-bitty little guy. The, uh, so I've got a screw grip on it, so it's bigger, but in, the battery is actually down in the grip area. And then all the oh. controls on top, I can like spin it to adjust my needle depth pretty impressed with this i've been uh, it got sent to us to try out several weeks ago so i've been running with it mm-hmm. so we yeah. stop since we got it and i like
0: it nice. so the car- cartridge goes into the battery part Wait, uh, or the battery parts on the other end
2: um yeah like instead of having the battery out here putting all that weight they've made like this is the motor and then the battery is here and then there's a drive bar that goes through the battery. Right. Like in the battery pack there's two, there's basically two batteries on both sides, like it's one unit, but there's two batteries inside of it. And you know, I work long sessions and I haven't killed it yet. Like I haven't had it dry, you know, even on one of my like four in the morning days. So I'm pretty pleased with it. So basically
5: they've compactified the placement of the motor in the back to move the weight forward into your hand. Yep.
4: And I
2: hmm. love it.
5: Yeah
4: yeah
3: interesting uh are there any are, are you able to adjust um uh the uh, uh is, is there any type of mechanism that allows for give or anything or is it just kind of a just a spinner oh, It just
2: not on this machine but i kind of like i honestly prefer a machine that's a little bit like a jackhammer. like i would you know better work with like a new cat or like if you remember the welfare rotaries so that's what i've with for a really long time and so like they hit like a jackhammer so it it means i've got to be like gentle with my touch but i just like that it hits consistently and the same depth every time
4: yeah yeah
3: Uh, i've had some interesting conversations with carson hill on on that topic and he's a strong believer that that we should be uh you know adjusting the the hit with our hands rather than allowing for some type of uh uh, of you know electronic give or something like that in a in a rotary and we've done some some deep dive episodes on the difference in the oscillating kind of motion of a coil machine versus the rotation of a uh, a, a rotary motor and what give actually is in a rotary motor versus true grit give you know in, in the oscillating you know in the springs and in the in the oscillation of a of a coil machine and how you know how the rotary machines are just trying their best to mimic that but it's nearly impossible uh, because the motions aren't, aren't similar at all.
2: So to be fair, when I was earlier in my career and I did a lot more black and gray, I liked a much softer hit. I liked that feathered feel. But now that like 90% of the time I'm working in full color, full saturation, I want to get that pigment in there and I want mm-hmm. to know depth that I'm putting in. Like, so for me, it's almost like I don't know, I just want to be as efficient with putting the the pigment, the color pigment in, you know, I, I don't want to have those like gaps in between. I want to deliver as much pigment with every stroke of the needle as I can. Where with black and gray, it's kind of the opposite. You know, you want to be soft and you want to be gradual with it.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have a question from Anthony here asking if Guy is using a Cheyenne pin. Is that what you're using, Guy?
5: Yeah, yeah, this is one of their cordless saw You know, it's just a very simple, trouble-free machine. This is a a three-and-a-half-millimeter cam. Uh, I get about six to seven hours out of the battery on this, which typically is enough for me to get through a session.
3: Yeah. I was uh, just sent one that I I guess I'll probably do a a review on only because there was one interesting... uh, I, I like the machine. Fine, it does have some type of a a boost mechanism built, built into it. Uh, but the coolest thing about it, it is that it has a UV sterilization case. So, you know, you clean, wipe the machine down, like you normally would, and You put it in this really fancy, looks like a, you know, like an iPod kind of like, you know, a case or like a airbuds kind of case. You just close it on there and you push a little button like a microwave and it turns red. And in like three minutes, apparently it has like 30 some odd different UV lights that penetrate from all different angles that supposedly, uh, uh sterilize the machine it's called uh Tanita AI Tanitas T E N I T A S have you guys heard of that at all
5: No but how do you sterilize the sterilizer
3: <laughs> That's a good question Uh I I don't know I'm going to have the guy on uh to record a a, a podcast and, and and we'll get into that I'm sure he there's a language barrier he's um I, I don't know exactly where he's from but uh, but our text messages are kind of broken. So we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes.
5: Like the Cheyenne pen, and I don't know if there's any other company that's done this yet, is the disposable grips. And they have a few different designs. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, you just toss it. And then the rest of this is very easy to just, you know, give it a little side swipe around there and you're good to go Where Every other pen machine I've ever tried out, we've had to do this elaborate, you know, covering and binding and taping and everything else. And then there you are in the middle of the convention floor and it's just slightly gross, I guess. So I think that this is just a cleaner Definitely. as far as cross-contamination goes.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, uh, Ink Machines does that as well. I, I have the their Scorpion. I've been using it for, for years and it, uh, I like their their disposable grip almost kind of like sticks to the glove a little bit. It's really tacky. Uh, and I just, like, I don't know, I feel like I barely have to hold on it's, uh, and it's also, uh, the, the, uh, the shape of it, it kind of, it kind of ball, balls out like that. I don't know if, if you remember the old kind of egg shape, you know, tri- like, uh, steel grips, uh, oh, yeah. from years ago. It, it kind of reminds me of those a little bit, the way it sits in your hand.
5: Yeah. In fact, the lemon shape grips that Jason Guy was making, that was on request for me at Center of Designs, um, yeah, I mean, they tried so many things, but uh, I think that this sort of simple uh, spherical design is just the most versatile. You can
4: uh, move it around in your hand, and, and there's not like a comfortable versus an uncomfortable position. Yeah. So how often
3: when you're working side by side like this, are you looking over at what the other one is doing and, and adjusting your approach based on that? Just thinking in terms of like, uh, I mean, I guess you, your light sources are all pretty well established at this point, but as far as uh, you know, pushing contrast or playing with edges or anything like that, are you kind of in your own world or are you trying to collaborate still at this point?
5: Well, we, we definitely talked things through a little bit before we got started. And anytime I'm not sure about something, or Fawn's not sure about something, we'll some just ask, you know, hey, what do you think of, blah, blah, blah. Um, we're kind of doing uh, different zones right now. So like, she's working in an area that's got different lighting than what I'm doing. So I'm not really that worried about matching or keeping them consistent. Um, I don't know, that sort of happens pretty naturally. I think that uh, when it comes to collaborations, you want to leave a lot of freedom to move but you also don't want to let it become a disaster you know and i think that the most important thing is to just establish early on where your strong blacks are going to be and where they're not going to be and i think that if you decided that much
4: there's very few things that can go wrong with that yeah 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 that's uh
3: um, uh i think that's that's true just getting uh the basic kind of light and shadow form separated early on solves such a huge, uh, huge chunk of your problems. So Anthony's just, uh, oh, okay. Anthony, who asked uh, about the Cheyenne, says he's using the same machine with the the 4.0, the uh, four millimeter stroke. So so do you buy those machines? Are, are is it interchangeable strokes or do you just order the machine with the stroke that you want with from Cheyenne? They're not interchangeable.
4: It's not the Carson's machine. Gotcha. Um, They can swap out the cams. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that that's part of making it run as efficiently as possible. And it doesn't produce a lot of
5: sound or waste heat. So, you know, it's not uh, spending energy on on, uh, clacketing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If a machine is loud, that's where some of your power is going, as far as vibrating the air. Mm-hmm. and ah, some of your energy is going towards waste heat and there's also a possibility that your client is having to absorb some that excess energy as well so they're not just getting poked but they're also getting punched that's all you want to be running efficiently a perfect world, you're going to have exactly the right amount of power to get your
4: needle group into the skin and not any extra yeah I have no idea.
2: Just slow?
5: Um, slow? Slower, yeah. I mean, pretty much uh, anytime I start a new machine, I find myself using a little bit more power, and then after a couple tattoos, I can I can find where that move is. And it might be different from tattoo to tattoo also, A mm-hmm. larger piece.
4: I might have it running a little faster since I'm moving faster. Or yeah. someone you know, more sun or whatever.
3: I'll typically use a little more power. Oh, is uh, the SolNova, That's is that the one that you adjust voltage just by tilting the machine with your hand? Is that right?
5: Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you can hear this, but hold the button and
3: huh. And there's no readout, so you don't know what the voltage actually is?
5: No, but you, yeah, if you're relying on a numeric readout, then uh, you're not in tune with your process. You should be able. To, I mean, it's clear to feel it. You know, um, I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of old school. I think that uh, I think that you should be able to do this by feel.
4: Um, and numbers can lie. You can you can get a, the wrong idea uh, from the numbers. And
5: you know part, part of the field is also how is the skin responding? Does it feel like that ink is going in plus a little extra, in which case, scale of that kind of power? Is it you know you're wiping and it's not saturating enough, uh, you know, add
4: a little power. Your numbers aren't going to tell you how well the ink's going in the skin. Mm-hmm. Your eyes are going to tell you that. Yeah.: So yeah, that's my crotch of the old man advice again. <laughs> Mm-hmm.
3: yeah well you know even for for so many years there were uh you know the power supplies didn't have any or no power supply that i had for the first probably 10 years of my career
0: had a digital readout at
3: all uh you just listen to it
0: the uh, the aaron guy from uh tatcom he's he's a wicked nerd like wicked programmer, assembly language nerd and he's like i don't know if you you know he's like i don't want to call anybody out necessarily but if you run like high you know the instruments to test out the numbers to see if they're actually the numbers You might just be surprised, to to Guy's point. I'm actually supposed to do a show with him this
3: afternoon. Uh, We were going to do it yesterday and didn't. But uh, yeah, uh, I'm I'm interested to get some of his feedback. He, He walked me through his setup, which is in his living room, I guess. And it's just an absolute, like chaotic like mess of wires and old screens and it reminded me of uh of the movie the fly Whenever you find, you know like or like Brazil like, or
0: yeah he is so, a full-on engineer him and his buddy uh they are like I said their assembly language like well I mean even more than assembly language like circuitry on the board mm-hmm. uh you know they'll put the the circuitry on the board and then write the assembly language to interact with it it's pretty awesome yeah
2: versus both
1: And and the different
2: variables Um, and the importance of calculating your hand speed. He attempted towards a hand speed calculator where Jimmy Keith that was coded very,
4: very intricately. That I think we talked about. I think that's cool, but in practice, um, I think that that is what we call overthinking. (laughs)
3: Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll be interested to see how that, he, he briefly showed me that hand speed calculator and I and I couldn't think of how you know, how it would be useful to me, but I am interested to learn more about it and hear what he has to say.
5: I think that just in terms of like, on an academic level, learning more about uh, the tattooing process, uh, but, you know, in terms of using it on a day-to-day basis, again, you can't tell from your own senses then uh i don't know Uh, i I, I just think you really ultimately have to be able to rely on your senses does it feel right is this that feeling that i get when the ink is going in just right or is this that too weak feeling or that too strong feeling i mean you should should be able to figure that out because it's the numbers are not going to tell you anything and you know or then looking at the numbers on the screen and then Looking at your hand speed calculator to see if you're moving your hand the right speed for your voltage. Then I mean you might as well turn your brain off. I
4: don't know. Yeah,
3: no, I, I agree. I agree. But I, I do think for just the academic uh, side of it, it would be interesting to 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 uh, to hear what he has to say. So I I can't yeah. imagine that it would be useful in practice, but but who knows? I mean, for some I'm people sure. it may.
0: But my guess is that it's uh, there to help people think about the different variables that go into it other than to just a number on the screen, right? It's like these are the other things that adjust like I don't I don't I guess well, you'll find out, you know I, I couldn't imagine he's like you, you should be waving your hand at 80 you know rotations per second. I think it's more like if your machine is doing this and the needles are doing that, then these are the different well we'll see. I guess it'll be fun. Yeah uh, I like the the, the techie part on the the JavaScript is cool. <laughs>
4: would be useful is if
5: um, you were to have several different video clips of different styles of workings, and it says, you know, if this is your style of working. Your hand speed is roughly this, and I recommend this voltage, right? Uh, I think that's as far as people are gonna take it, but you know, actually knowing what their working style is like, because people do have different working styles. Some people whip shade more, and some people have more of a pendulum motion, and you know, there's, there's different styles of working, and it could be that there are different recommended voltages for for each of those. But you know, once again, once you're actually doing it, and you and you wipe the skin to see if the ink went in or not, that's what matters. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, are we up against the hour here? It looks like we are. Yep. Uh, we have any uh any parting words for our uh handful of viewers here viewers have any final kind of questions or thoughts uh anthony had a couple of other things to say oh yeah anthony says that cheyenne does give you a diagram with the approximate voltage corresponding to the positions on a clock but he he goes by feel as well so so there you go
5: yes we do have a couple things to say um we have a new uh piece of content dropping for reinventing the tattoo today and it's uh uh, Biomech Composition Seminar, recorded this in New York City a couple years ago and just hadn't had the chance to do the edit. And Now, now I'm a new editor and I'm hoping that we'll be seeing more regular video content because he's doing a great job and he's addicted to tattoos and water. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Biomech Composition Seminar is recommended even if that is not your style because what it is is a distillation of of the basic compositional principles that I talk about all the time. But just discuss in um, you know the context of abstract tattoos, where we don't have narrative elements or subject matter. And of course, you can take any of these ideas and bring it back to whatever style you're working in. Uh, the seminar includes a, uh, an interactive exercise at the end. It is only available to people who are subscribers to reinventing the tattoo or have purchased the ray Canon. The seminar is not available to the standalone item, uh, will not be. But uh, I recommend the full Canon because it really goes into all those principles. Also, you know, endless uh, content on cover-ups and everything else, so... Uh,
3: awesome, yeah. good and-
5: idea for the artist in your life, and uh, also just shamelessly, we've got Find my like encyclopedias left. Not a ton of them. This is probably going to be the last year that we have them available. Uh, you can find those at the HyperSpace Studios online store. Um, and my partner Michelle Wardman, she has a new book out, Active Meditations. Uh, really beautiful painting book. Uh, low low price. Good uh, good gift idea again and. That you can find
4: in the Michelle Wharton uh, profile. So, yeah,
3: that's, nice. that's my uh, product pitch. Nice. Yeah. And so you said that the new uh, the new course will be available today?
5: Yeah, it's dropping today. It might already be live. If you are a nice really subscriber, uh, uh, check it out and go look in the place you normally look uh, for new content. And it's not there yet uh sandy's still getting installed but it's uh it's a beast i'm really happy about it i think one of the most exciting pieces of new content that we've added all year
4: regardless if you're a bio artist
3: awesome well yeah can't wait to check it out sounds exciting cool gabe have we said it all
0: well, you should probably plug the new uh, Fireside uh, membership yeah. areas and the courses are up and in... yeah,
3: everything's up on uh, the 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 switch has been flipped. Firesidetattoo.com, We're we're constantly going back and taking this massive catalog of the last decade and trying to keyword organize it and build clips so that uh, so that all of all of the interviews and technique episodes and drawing episodes that we've done over the last ten years are cohesive and easy to search and find, and we don't have to depend on YouTube playlists, which are the bane of my existence. <laughs> so I'm excited, excited about that. So we're, we're slowly adding, uh, well, not slowly, uh, we're as quickly as we can adding uh, uh, adding deep dive pages is what we're calling them for every episode that we've ever done. And so uh, what you can do is uh, go to Tattoo Topics and search by Drawing or technical tattoo or business and mindset or whatever, and uh, and and look at everything that we've ever put out. Eventually, right yeah. now we already have. Yeah. What do we have? Twenty
0: some odd pages, though. Twenty hey. deep decks? So, yeah, they're awesome. You know, just yeah. reading through them, it's um, they're like full articles. Instead of getting lost to time, they'll be, uh, yeah, accessible. Yeah. You
3: know, yeah, and people
0: are going to enjoy them. It's right. Cool. And, it,
3: and it's free. Just show up and go through. Them. So Thanks. exciting.
0: All right. Okay. Well atomic, Uh atomic injections says uh much love. Thank you guys. Uh Guy, Jake, uh Fawn, don Gabe, <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Uh awesome. Okay, well cheers. We'll catch. Oh, uh, so uh next week we have uh two two guests again. So uh yeah, we're gonna we'll keep doing this uh every 11 o'clock on uh, Mondays and we'll get a, an intro next time.
3: <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, yeah, didn't awesome. get that done. Awesome. Everybody have a good week. Thank thanks, you.
0: Thanks, guy. Thanks, Fawn. Thanks for having Kyle.